Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Famicast. Uh, this is JC and I'm with Danny Bivins. Hey there. And we are recording live from Super Potato in Akihabara. Or some call it Super Potato. <laughs> <laughs> some strange people might say that. Yeah. So yeah, we're in the yeah, we're we're literally in the entrance to Super Potato right now. We are sweating our faces off. It's like 30 odd degrees, which is how many degrees in yeah, old style? Yeah, it's probably like 80 or 90 degrees, 95 degrees, I don't know. 100 degrees, 150 degrees, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're boiling to death. Uh, the humidity is you know, off the scale. It's incredibly hot. But we thought it'd be awesome to uh, record uh, from this place. Uh, you might be able to hear some kind of retro music in the background. And, uh, or just chatter. Yes. Or maybe just uh, random Japanese people walking by and talking. <laughs> I mean, we are in Japan, so that kind of happens. It does. So yeah, we're, we're going to try and make this as normal show as possible. Um, so new business, news, and uh, some reader mail. We, we, ha we did bring reader mail with us. We, we thought about this in advance. Yeah, we got it actually in the mail. Not emails, actually. No, that's that's a lie. <laughs> Danny is holding an envelope, and yeah. he will open it later. Yes. Yes. So let's start with some new business. Okay. So um, I'll go first. You don't mind, Danny? That's fine. So I got some big news. I mean, the reason why we're meeting up today, apart from doing this uh, special episode of the Famicast, is that I have a 3DS. Thanks to Danny, um, it was a bit of a kind of a 24 type situation. Uh, uh, I was kind of like calling up people, asking for favors, and I sent out the uh, the bat signal or the, the Famicast signal uh, mm -hmm. from the top of Mount Fuji, and I said, you know. Somebody, please try and find me a 3DS, a second-hand 3DS, before the 11th. Uh, I checked all the places near where I live. Uh, couldn't find them anywhere. They're all going for like 24,000, like which is the regular price. I couldn't find any uh, reduced-price ones at all. So, yeah. And then Danny found one. He gave me the call, and uh, and uh, found one for 13,000, just over 13,000 yen, which is if, below the uh, actually the uh, reduced price which is great mm -hmm. and it was in perfect condition mm -hmm. yeah. pretty much box everything instructions yeah. it was surprising it's seriously it's almost like it was just brand new it's I love buying used stuff here in Japan it's I don't know things are just really well taken care of it's unbelievable yeah. people take good care of this stuff but yeah it was very much like a Jack Bauer type situation at the end though it was like the countdown has started I could hear the clock kind of you know the, the digital clock ticking in my in my head uh, so yeah, that was awesome to get it right at the last second. So Danny logged on to the eShop for me because we knew that we wouldn't be able to meet up till after the deadline. So he logged on for me, made sure that was definitely in the ambassador program. So yes, I'm one of those douchebags who <laughs> is having his cake and eating it. Uh, I think somebody said that on Twitter. I think it was Matt actually. Oh, we, oh, we should <laughs> we should say <laughs> Matt. Matt is not with us. He he wanted to be with us. Um, but he got called away to Canada. He's, um, I guess he's in the crunch time in his, uh, his game. We, he said that we could save the game. He's working on uh, Operation Raccoon City, which is a, a, you know, a HD system game, Resident Evil game, uh, where I think you play like the bad guys in Raccoon City. So you're kind of like 
you're killing like the raccoons uh, police department or right, right, you're right. killing Leon Kennedy you or know, trying to trying to, to yeah. kind of alter the story yeah it's kind of like say. yeah I don't know if it's canon but it's kind nah. of like yeah I mean obviously if you kill Leon I mean that can't be canon because then how would he be in Resident Evil 4 yes I guess exactly yeah Matt yeah, yeah. Danny's calling you yeah. out Matt, your stupid game <laughs> no. yeah yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah it sounds interesting so that's what Matt he got called out he's yeah he's somewhere in Canada right now or he's at least flying to Canada fighting moose yeah, he's fighting Mies. I think it's the plural. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's a big reference for anyone, any big fans out there. Um, so, yeah, I got my 3DS literally like 30 minutes ago. Danny just handed it to me. I checked it out and uh, I street passed Danny 10 times. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Obviously, because my 3DS had been sitting next to Danny's. And we got 10 high fives. So 10 high sh- fives, sh- yes. Sh- we also did that in real life. We reenacted yeah. it. Yeah. So that was had awesome. To. Had to. Had to. <laughs> So yeah, that's cool. So now you said my my me is going to be like really high high powered yeah. in your, your yeah, Mii Plaza, so right? He's like level seven, and uh, I don't know. He's just really whooping the crap out of these guys. So it's really good for me. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're, I guess your Danny is going to kick some ass on my 3ds, right? Uh, maybe. I hope Hopefully. so. Hopefully, not going to be a lazy son of a. Uh, he'll be lazy. So. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't have any games yet, and we're hopefully going to. Uh, look at some secondhand uh, places around here to see if I can find some games. I'm, I'm hopefully going to pick up Mercenaries or Street Fighter. Those are the games I'm looking for. So, yeah. I, as for current games, I'm not really playing anything current. I just I tweeted about this. Um, I just finished up Mario Galaxy 2. I got the 240 second star. Um, just want to try to finish up all the games that I haven't completely finished and I'm now moving on to Donkey Kong Country Returns which was actually thanks to the Radio Trivia episode where Greg was on and they played music from that and I was like it inspired me to go back and play that game so uh, I'm going to uh, try and get all of the uh, all the Kong letters which lets you get all the secret levels <laughs> uh, that's what I want to do I want, I want to at least get all the secret levels and all the, the, the access to the, the final stage Oh, you, you haven't got there yet, so I won't spoil yeah. anything. Thanks for spoiling everything. Um, <laughs> and after the ending, which happened... No, no, I won't say anything. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been playing. Nothing new. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have a 3DS now, and mm-hmm. I hopefully have things to talk about soon. playing more crap from the eShop? A lot of crap from the eShop. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mention this, you know, every week I do a feature, um, the Japan eShop Roundup, talk about the different stuff that comes out on the eShop, video content, games, whatnot. Um, one game that really caught my eye is uh, called Pitman here in Japan, in the States and maybe the UK and whatnot. It's called Cat Trap, and it's just a really, really cool puzzle game for the original Game Boy. It came out like early 90s it's I don't know you're in control of these two cat people um, it's yeah it's kind of that's kind of weird but you know whatever yeah I saw some videos yeah. it looks really interesting yeah it, it's it's pretty cool and, um, and there's like kind of character swapping thing yeah later on, later in the, on okay. yeah later on you can actually character swap and stuff like that it's kind of cool um, there's just a bunch of really really interesting puzzles that you have to go through and it's just I don't know kind of really 
It looks like a variation of one of those kind of block sliding puzzles where you have to slide things out in the right order so you don't get crushed or trapped. Exactly. Is it kind of like that? Exactly. And if you, if you do get trapped, mm -hmm. you can actually rewind a la like Prince of Persia, wow, like that kind of stuff. So it's, I mean, for awesome. something that came out in the early 90s, so it's pretty awesome. kind of predates a lot of... Or blinks the time sweeper yeah. on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it in my head, maybe. Uh, Cat trap beat you to it. Yeah, so... That's awesome. But that's and then I mean I've been playing a little bit of Star Fox, not so much here recently, but um, I mean, I mean you know, it's it's not quite. A, I think when does it come out in the US? Is comes it comes out November or November, September ninth. Okay, so it's coming out soon. Yeah. Um, so have you completed it on any of this? The yeah, I uh, I made it through. I don't know, like the first day I played through a bunch of you know the whole game, not like you know every single Easy level, route. but I don't know, maybe like not the easiest route, but it was wasn't the hardest either. <laughs> That's called medium, Danny. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> There's vocabulary. Sometimes I just don't have it. So. Yeah. yeah. You fail English? Impossible. Um, yeah, I love Star Fox 64. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I'll pick up the... I, I might pick it up if I find it for cheap. Yeah. I mean, I, I got everything. I did everything in that mm -hmm. game. I completed it on hard. I saw the, the, the hardest ending. I got whatever it is, the perfects that you need on every stage to do that. Mm -hmm. I've seen pretty much everything. Hmm. But it has been, what, like... 10 years, yeah. so, I don't know. I don't know, I, you know, I... Should I pick it up, if someone like me who's seen everything, but... For, like, here in Japan, it's it's a little expensive, I think it's like 4,000 yen, you know, 4,500 yen, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a super fan of the game, sure. I mean, there's really not a lot to go back to. I mean, if you don't have someone, another, someone with another 3DS around, you obviously can't play multiplayer. Oh, yeah, we should play that later yeah, today, right? Yeah, we should, actually. It's, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, I mean, that's kind of lame, but they, they do have some basically stage attack thing, I forgot the actual name for it. Basically, you can replay the stages that you've actually already played through, through the okay. story modes. That's cool. So that's kind of cool. So if you have a favorite stage, you can just play that over and over and over again and just try to get the highest score possible, like enemy kills and whatnot. And you can save. Yeah, uh, well... Is it like a, like a resume feature? Like, it's not like... You don't have save slots, right? It's just like no, you can save it and quit and come back. I believe so. I mean, when I was playing, I just played through the whole game. Okay, so uh, yeah. that's what we did back in the day. Yeah, so I'm just going old school. So now this pussying out, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'll come yeah. back tomorrow and do it. Just do it. See, deal yeah. with it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess you know people are less patient these days, so it's a good, a good Actually, feature to have. Me too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So no other eShop games like um, Game Boy games or. Not really too much. The cat, the cat, or Pitman cat trap, whatever you want to call it. It's pit cat, pit cat, cat pits, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, it's probably one of the best ones I have played. Nice. Actually, on the virtual console. Ooh, what about it's what just, about a video update? Have you got any more like exciting videos um, from uh, well, Kyoto or whatever? <laughs> I'm really disappointed with the Nintendo video because uh, they they stopped doing the Kyoto tour. It was like a two-part video and. Mm. I mean, it looks like they recorded it back in like when there was snow on the trees. <laughs> so, I mean, part it's of the video, you see like these guys climbing up these bamboo trees and this snow uh -huh. coming off. It's it's kind of cool, but it's like, when did they do this? <laughs> you know, well, maybe, that's to make you feel cool in this I incredible guess, humidity. Now you can't feel cool because they took it off of the Nintendo channel, so or the Nintendo video channel. So, what oh, are you so they delete. Stuff. Yeah, they just removed stuff. Yeah. Gone. It's gone. Well, it's like after X amount of days, it's up, okay. it's up on the shop for you know a certain amount of time. Now that it's the like the, they have this. OK Go video that was actually out in the United finally. States. Finally. Yeah, finally. I'm so happy. <laughs> finally see these dogs and these dudes just running around. It's so awesome. But, um, and then I have this thing called Tokyo Fashion 
collection or something like that. It's just a I felt I fell asleep as you said that. Yeah, actually, I was falling asleep saying that. <laughs> That's crazy. It's I so just, there's not really anything game related. Not really. Well, what about the Game Center CX episode? That's actually in the eShop itself. Okay. Oh uh, right. Yeah, it's it's kind of confusing, but it's it's okay. kind of cool. I mean. That's in 3D, right? Yeah. Well, some of the, the newer stuff's in 3D. If they're doing, like he was doing some stuff on Excitebike and uh, Xevious and stuff like that, and that was all in 3D, so it was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I heard about the, the latest Game Center CX. He's like he's doing stupid things like, you know, pointing towards the camera and going, yeah. like, look like at minute, me, I'm in 3D. Basically a minute and a half of him just laughing, and <laughs> the camera crew laughing, and him just shooting crap at the camera. It was awesome. Kind of weird, but kind of cool, it, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Um, cool. So let's move on to the next segment. And to mix this up a bit, we're going to make this a bit more exciting here. We're going to change floors in Super Potato. We're on, we're on the ground floor at the moment. Um, actually, I'm just going to go outside, see if we can hear some retro music. Um, usually they have retro music playing. They don't at the moment. I think they've just turned it off. But literally about five minutes ago, they had the... Uh, I think it was the Kid Icarus theme song playing. They turned it off. <laughs> I don't know why. They don't have the retro music playing at the moment, but anyway. Huh. Let's go and hear some music upstairs. Let's do it. Next floor. Okay, so now we've moved on up to the... Uh, is this the second floor? Yeah. Or third floor, third is it? Floor. We're on the third floor now. This is the 8-bit and 16-bit uh, floor. So lots of Super Famicoms lying around, Famicoms. I think we just saw a Famicom Duo, right? That's like crazy yeah. Famicom disc combined thing. It's yeah, crazy. it's made by Sharp. Yeah, basically you could play Famicom games and the disc drive games too. Pretty That's awesome. cool, yeah. All sorts of crazy stuff. Um, Actually, we, t we just took a quick break between these sections. We actually went out and got a burger, didn't we? And now we've just come back. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were dying. Yeah. We? So we thought it would be better to you know, not pass out yeah. between sections. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, in, our, in our lunch break, we played a bit of Star Fox 64 3D two-player. Yeah, we did. And uh, who won, Danny? I think I did, didn't I? Um, I think it was me, 3-1. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I destroyed Danny. But... Um, in his defense, it was kind of strange. I killed myself a couple of times. You killed yourself more times than yeah. I killed myself, so... It's kind of weird. So, like, we played a point battle, right? First yeah. to three. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was really weird. I, I was, like, really low on energy. I killed myself. And Danny didn't get any points. Which I thought was a bit strange. So, in a way, you can kill yourself. And then you're going to kind of get a fresh life bar. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cheap. So, yeah. James is a cheater. That's yeah. what we're trying to say here. At least that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, Danny's a sore loser. Well, I am a sore loser. You can choose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we're back, and we're here in the back in Super Potato. So uh, we're going to go into news. What's the first uh, bit of news we got here, Danny? Okay, so obviously, as many of you know, that I mean, price drops <laughs> for the Nintendo 3DS uh, just went down in price worldwide uh, just over the past week. Um, yeah, here in Japan, it you know went down from twenty-five thousand to fifteen thousand. You know, and then the states went down from what, two fifty down to like one seventy, and then Australia dropped like a hundred dollars or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going down everywhere. And you know, one thing here in Japan, it's even before the price drop happened, a lot of 
3DSs were still coming off the shelves, like the used 3DSs and stuff. I mean, some places you could find them really cheap, like how I found the one for James for, like, sub the price of what it is new now. Sure. Um, unbelievably so. But So that's awesome. So, I mean, apparently the sales doubled after Nintendo made that announcement. Um, so, so lots of people heard about the Ambassador program. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that had to be in at least some kind of a spur to get these people out the door to get this stuff. So that was... One thing, one thing that I thought was interesting is that um, I saw lots of, um, near me, there was a, quite a few blue units that were sold, mm -hmm. like when I was searching for my 3DS, people were saying that, you know, they just had a couple of blue units that just sold out, mm -hmm. and uh, you found, was it two blue and two black? No, I found four blue and four black. Wow. Four but blue, there black. were no red, flame reds anywhere, no, right? No reds, I haven't seen any reds. All the frame, flame reds were... Like full price, twenty five thousand. Yeah, I right? seen. I did see a used red one for like twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know. For people who are confused, the red one has been out for like a month now. It's been out. It came out the same day as Star Fox, July fourteenth. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So been out for quite a while. I really wanted a red one. Red was my first choice. Black wow. was my second choice. So I'm I'm happy with black. Yeah. Completely black. Um, well, I really wanted the black one, but I got the last unit at the store when at launch, and it was blue. So. Yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. Well, we, in our travels today in, in Akihabara, we saw a red one. Uh, I think it was a used one for like fourteen thousand, just a thousand yeah. yen off. So I think the red is quite popular. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, or that's not, that's not going to be coming down in price too soon. Yeah, probably yeah. not. So yeah, but it's cool. So yeah, secondhand sales doubled. That's pretty crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy indeed. Mainly thanks to me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so second bit of news we got here. Um, so at the beginning of August, Nintendo and Capcom released the first paid demo on the eShop, the uh, Nazo Waku Yakata, which we talked about in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. So this demo is the first chapter of the game, uh, going to cost 200 yen, which is about like 250. Mm -hmm. um, and then other chapters are under consideration. Um, Apparently, I don't know if that means like more demo levels. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're just waiting to gauge to see if people are actually buying this type of stuff too. Dude, I hope not. This is, <laughs> this this really yeah. pisses me off. I mean, the fact that they don't have demos of like you know retail games, and then when they do, then they charge them for it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it, it's definitely not a good situation. It's really not. I mean, the Mega Man Legends Three until it was cancelled, that yeah. that was going to be a paid demo, right? Yeah. That was going to be the first eShop e thing, right? Mm -hmm. And that got cancelled, and then, and then the game got cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. So yeah, demos, demos of 3DS games, good. Paid demos, bad. Yeah. Very bad. Danny, do you have any uh, any comments on that paid demo? Are you going to buy the paid demo? Actually, I'm really thinking about it. You I'll be one of these idiots that. Okay. You know. I've got a new nickname for you, Danny. Okay. Uh, Danny, part of the problem, Bivens. That that'll work. Cause it's <laughs> definitely true. So that would be part of the problem. Popper. That's your Danny Popper Vivens. That's fine. Part of the problem. We'll do that. Yeah. I really hope that retail games, I mean, at least first party games, right? Yeah. I mean, There's can no you imagine like a Mario Land 3D Land demo? Like, be, people would be, you know, downloading that in the millions, right? Yeah, I know. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to play a demo of that. I mean, we're not going to be able to play it at TGS because Nintendo don't come to TGS. Yeah. So there's no way of me being able to play that game without buying it. Yep, exactly. I will probably buy it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> it would be nice to have a little 
like a test of it, like say a couple of months before it came oh, yeah. out? Oh yeah. I mean, that would get people so excited for it. I mean, like playing the demo like a few months before it coming out and then you'd be like queuing up for the game, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Well, if it's good. But if yeah. it sucks, then probably not. Yeah, I guess that's the way they think, right? Yeah. I think Nintendo only think of the negative sides of demos, like people will play it and hate it. Yeah. They don't think of the positives of, or you they know, probably just think, hey, this it. is too much trouble just to do this, so let's not do it. Yeah. Too much trouble to put a demo on an, on an eShop which you've just created and, you know. <laughs> and don't do much with. Yes, not even sure. Okay, let's hope they don't continue that trend, right? Okay, what do we got next, Dan? Okay, so, next bit of news. As many of you know that follow gaming here in Japan, uh, Square Enix is set to release a compilation of the first three Dragon Quest games next month on September 15th here in Japan. Uh, the compilation, I mean, you know, it's going to be the first three Dragon Quest games, but to get the fans to come out in droves to buy this thing, they're going to actually include the first footage of Dragon Quest X on the, game, on the disc, apparently. And, I mean, this was announced more than two years ago, so, I mean, this has been a long time in the making, so... I mean, for the fans and just for anyone interested, it's going to be pretty awesome to actually finally see what... What's you know, it's happening. crazy that we still haven't seen footage of this game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said, like, this is to entice fans. I mean, I don't think they need much enticing. Probably not. They're going to buy quest. it anyways. It can look like the 8-bit version just on the Wii, and they'll buy it. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just so popular here, it's crazy. I mean, it's an urban myth that um, in Japan it's illegal to have... Uh, Dragon Quest game to come out on a school day. <laughs> that is another myth. It's not true, but it might as well be true. Yeah. I mean, you know, the amount of people that are going to buy it anyway is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, do, are you going to pick up Dragon Quest Ten? I mean, uh, the English version. I mean, it might take another like six months, right? Yeah, or six years maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, and by that time, the Wii U. I'm pretty sure the Wii U will be out when Dragon Quest Ten gets translated, right? More than likely, yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll be like. Dragon Quest Ten, like a week before the Wii U release, mm -hmm. I guarantee it. You know, to be perfectly honest, I've not really. I've only played one Dragon Quest game. That's the original. Um, I played it about ten years ago. I mean, okay. it's it's not bad. I mean, obviously, there's a, a lot more complicated and compelling Dragon Quest games since then. It's just I've never really had a chance to actually sit down and play. But I don't know. I'd like to give it a shot again, I guess. But yeah, I guess it depends on what else is coming out at the time. You know, since it's not on the top of my radar. Right. So. Well, my, my defense is that none of the Dragon Quests came out on the NES in Europe. <laughs> and I guess Dragon Quest never really took off in Europe, so it, it's not really a game that I know much about. So you're going to boycott it accordingly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went, if anyone read my Operation Rainfall 1989 edition, uh, they'll know about how many games didn't come out in Europe. Mm -hmm. Dragon Quest was one of those. But it's, it's a game that I kind of like, you know, mildly interesting. It looks interesting, you know. I loved... Uh, I like RPGs. I'm not a huge fan, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'll pick up this Wii game, but uh, Dragon Quest X maybe? I don't know. Yeah. If it's got like, I like the, is it Dragon Quest VIII, the PS2 one? Yeah. If it's got those kind of graphical yeah. stylings. I really like, I really like that fun. style. It looked really cool. I just, I don't know. I just never bought it. Slightly more kind of user, you know, casually playing. I would mm -hmm. prefer that rather than full on hardcore. Yeah. Uh, so see how they go with you know, that. Honestly, even Nine's kind of interested me. I've heard Johnny talk about it on RFN, and right. I mean, he <clears throat> loves it. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of other people out there that love it too. So, I mean, yeah. to me, that's obviously 
says that hey, this, there's something about this game that's bringing people back. I mean, with Japanese people, maybe just because it's just Dragon Quest and that's what they do. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they do. I mean, um, Dragon Quest is crazy popular. I'm probably the most popular franchise in Japan, I reckon, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe Monster Hunter is getting there, but yeah. Dragon Quest Definitely. is the key. I, mean, I like. I work at a school, and I'll even talk to some of my teachers, and you know, you just mentioned Dragon Quest. They're like, oh my god! And I was talking to one lady, and she's like, when I was a kid, it just opened my eyes to so many things. So I was like, Jesus, really? <laughs> you know, she's talking about just like the basic ones, like maybe like the NES ones or something. It's like, right. holy crap, really? But, oh, that's so it's, I don't know. It's really, it's really been impactful here for a lot in a lot of people's lives. So. Yeah. It's true, it's true. Cool, so let's move on to the next bit of news. So last bit of news we got here. Um, this is a recent little bit of news written up by Pe Pedro. Um, this is the the eco-friendly uh, mascot, the Pokemon that looks exactly like Pikachu. It's called Eco-chan, or Echo-chan, and uh, it was used to promote the environment in the Yamaguchi Prefecture. And it's recently <laughs> they had to retire it due to claims of the character being too similar to Pikachu. And by similar, you mean exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, it has the same facial features, looks the same. It's I think it's green, a greenish yeah. tint. Yeah. To kind of you know emphasize the environmentally friendly <laughs> nature of it, but it's pretty much Pikachu. Yeah. So yeah, they're not allowed to use it. But um, the original creator, the illustrator, claimed that he didn't know who Pikachu was. You now, know, I made, in the in the talkback, I made the argument that if he was over seventy, say he might not know. But <laughs> someone came back with a very good comment that saying that yeah, he might not have known about it, but you know the people surrounding him would have known about it. Yeah. You know, people that kept. <laughs> You know, basically building onto this. I mean, someone had to have noticed. You know? <laughs> but like uh, Suzuki-san, you know that character you drew? It kind of looks a bit similar to this guy. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. there's like a, a pencil, a stencil tracing that you did. That's how you did that. <laughs> oh, that's why it looks so good. Oh, uh, it's funny. But you see all these kind of like rip-off characters yeah. everywhere. I mean, uh, this is this is ridiculous. How are you kidding me? Is this guy's trying to say that? that, that hey, I didn't know that this yeah. is a real character. Are you kidding? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I think he's uh, kidding himself. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny. I mean, it, I wouldn't say Japan is as bad as say China in the in the oh. amount of rip-off stuff they'd have. Yeah. But you know, there are a lot of let's say copycat products and copycat characters around. You know, so yeah, one of those things. Yeah. Okay, so that finishes up the news. Now we're going to move on up to the next uh, floor. Let's move on to uh, the fourth floor and uh, read some uh, reader mail. Okay, now we're on to the fourth floor. This is the uh, 32 slash 64 bit floor. So lots of N64s, Playstations, and uh, we're standing right next to a huge Mario statue. Oh yeah. Mario's uh, checking us out here. It's making me quite nervous actually, staring yeah. at me with these cold dead eyes. <laughs> so yeah, um, so let's move on to some uh, reader mail. And so Danny, always yeah. too, if you have any questions for us, uh, we have a thread in the forums that you can actually hit up, or you can email us at uh, famicast at nintendoworldreport.com, 
and we'll be more than happy to try to answer your questions the best yes, we can. We will try. Okay then, uh, so Danny, uh, could you read the uh, first question? Yeah, so we have several questions here from Sarek, and um, I'm going to try to see what we can do to answer some of these questions. Let's so do first... them one by one this time. Okay, so here we go. So, from Sarek, how many games have you bought from a vending machine? Um, how, did how, they... do, how do the prices compare? What is the weirdest thing you bought from a vending machine? So. I'm, I'm not sure, quite sure what he means here, because you can't buy games, as in like retail games, from a vending machine, right? Um, so the closest I can think of are these kind of like um, games that you play in order to win a game. Like you know, there's a you have to kind of get you have to push something through a hole, and it's like you have to smash a button at the exact right time, and if you do it and it goes through the hole, you win something. Yeah, but and you can sometimes win like, you know, like a 3DS or like yeah. a Wii. But they're like never consistent in like how they stop, so it's almost impossible to yeah, win. Yeah, <laughs> very, very hard games. I mean, they do have these like photos around the, on the vending machine of like, um, of people who've won. Mm -hmm. Like in the, in the game still near me, it's like, you know, this guy won this, and it's like, yeah. Just to prove that it's not fake or it's not true, it's not a uh, you know shenanigans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't think of any other. I can't think of what else you could mean by that. Yeah, yeah. I mean one other thing that I could think of. <laughs> back in the day here in Japan, they had actually some little stations where you can get Famicom disc games. But right. sometimes they, I read that they were set up in the 7-Elevens, and sometimes the the workers would actually do it for you. Like typically, you wouldn't do it yourself. So I don't know. That'd be cool. I would love to have been in Japan yeah. during those times. That would have been like, really cool to see. That would be so cool. Um, but apparently those machines, they were around for a while. Um, Actually, right next to us, there's like a little toy version. Yeah. There's so like a little um, kind of mini version of the Famicom Disc uh, Writer, I guess yeah, it's called. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's cool, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, so I've never bought a game from a vending machine. I've never played one of those. Well, I've played one of those games before. And of course, I haven't won crap. News. Yeah. News. So yeah. that sucked, but... Um, and the crane game as well. You can like play a crane game, mm -hmm. and you, you crack it open, and you get a like a, a ticket. Mm -hmm. And if it's like if it's got A, then you win prize A, and mm -hmm. it's B or whatever. And most of the time, you win like a piece of chocolate or something. Yeah. Which you've just paid like a hundred yen for. <laughs> yeah. Or you paid like ten thousand yen for a piece of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so as for the weirdest thing, I mean, last episode we talked about some stuff that I bought. Um, but nothing really weird. Yeah. I don't think I would buy like you know, s you know, schoolgirl underpants or anything like that. <laughs> penis candy or something. <laughs> Back to the penis candy. Um, One track mind. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything weird. I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of a false image, really. It, I mean, most vending machines are just drinks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe they got rid of a lot of the weird stuff before I came here. I first came here. Back in like 2006, and I don't know, it wasn't. I and you never, really regret that. Yes, <laughs> I should have came sooner. <laughs> but I, I never saw any of the weird panties in the vending machines or anything like that. Jesus. I mean, and God knows I looked. <laughs> okay, that's not true, but. I mean, the, some of the vending machines are cool. I wouldn't yeah. call them weird. I mean, like, you see like Coca Cola ones with like a screen in the middle, right? Oh, yeah. with, they'll run like, you know, advertisements on it, and, you know, some of them are like solar packs solar powered and stuff mm -hmm. like you know really cool but nothing weird i don't think yeah okay what does right, Sarek well, ask next question from Sarek: is there really a four patty big mac okay danny this is your question yeah as soon as you uh, live in a mcdonald's go ahead yes i live in a, i am ronald mcdonald don't forget that folks um and by the way ronald mcdonald gets a lot of girls it's unbelievable <laughs> okay it's not true 
If you're a girl yes. and you're listening to the Famicast, please email me. No, no, but seriously, please email me. Okay. Move on, Danny. Anyways, uh, is it really a four putty Big Mac? I don't think so. I've never seen it. Um, yeah. This is all you, Danny. Don't look at me. Well, yeah. I don't think there is. I've never had one. If there has been one, it's not been when, I'm, when I've been here. So. Okay, okay. Next. Um, okay. Uh, I'll read this one. Uh, Sarek also asks, um, how often is it that revision versions of games get released in the Japanese market? Oops. Revision versions. Like, for example... Um, well, the, the famous ones are like uh, the Final Fantasy games yeah. where they do, what do they call it, like international, international. remix or something or even, with the English track on? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't maybe know some, something like that or sometimes, you know, even like Square, they have their greatest hits, mm -hmm. but it's just like only for Square games. There's like this certain kind of like label, it's like a re-release of the game. Mm -hmm. so sometimes they do stuff like that. Um, I mean... As for just like things that are more or less like the Final Fantasy International version, mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't come like too often, but often yeah. enough sometimes. Nothing Nintendo could, related anyway. Definitely not. I can't huh. think. Sometimes I mean um, it's it's often enough where you could kind of notice sometimes. What, what's the budget release called in in uh, for the Wii? It's like um, oh god, like super price games or something. They're like two thousand yen. Yeah. They, they've they've got a lot more than they do in Europe and the US. Oh, don't yeah. they? I mean. Because they even include third-party games. Oh, yeah. um, and it's been going for a hell of a lot longer than, I yeah, mean, yeah. what, the U.S.? At least in the U.S. and it just UK, started, it just right? started, yeah. yeah. Not even six months ago. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got some really good games there. I, I, I heard the rumor that the Galaxy could be coming to the U.S. one, which wow. is cool. Definitely worth picking up if you haven't played it. Okay, next one. Danny? Okay, I'll go ahead and take it. Is it relatively easy to get pre-made cosplay outfits and accessories for video game characters? Okay, Danny, this is all yours again. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, honestly, I haven't really been looking around too much for this type of stuff. Uh, maybe I should. There is a cosplay shop, actually, on this street. Not that I've, you know, bought a cosplay outfit, but... You did. <laughs> um, so, like, cosplaying, I mean... Dressing up as like a maid seems to be the most common one, which is kind of strange. They got this fetish for maids, right? Um, if you know, if I see people dress up as game characters, it seems like it's stuff they create themselves. Right, right. It's like really high quality. I mean, you go to TGS on the uh, the mm -hmm. public days, and like between the halls, I mean, that's just like oh, yeah. it's all cosplay people, but they're all handmade things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, they, yeah, they look absolutely amazing too. Yeah. It's crazy. Another one is uh, in Harajuku. Mm -hmm. um, the the bridge uh, just quite near to the station. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday there's a um, there's a meetup of cosplayers. Oh, yeah. So if you ever come to Japan, go to Harajuku on a Sunday and you're bound to see loads of people yeah, cosplay every week. I know you're gonna. This is gonna sound dodgy, but like I said, I have a friend that like. <laughs> <laughs> how it always starts out, isn't it? Danny, why did you put that in quotation marks? Yeah. yeah. So one of my friends, he's really into that type of stuff, and I don't know he goes. I guess every Sunday and. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I... Is his name Banny Divins? I think so. That's actually his name. So, <laughs> if you see him, say hi. Okay. Yeah. So, different strokes, different folks. It's not, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not really into it, but hey, if you are... I, I would say the accessories. I mean, mm -hmm. the shop that I mentioned just down the road here, mm -hmm. I think you can buy, like, the pieces to make it mm -hmm. yourself. But mm -hmm. as for, like, pre-made stuff, I think people would prefer to make it themselves. Yeah. It would be quite expensive, I think, to yeah. buy a pre-made one. I mean, if you see pre-made stuff, you see a lot of, like, anime stuff, like Gundam right. outfits or something like that. Sure, and, sure. 
Uh, this is the last one from Serik. Um, do the kids really get into characters and gaming as much as it looks like from the outside in? Are they as independent as the media that makes it appear like they walk home or go shopping alone and ride the trains to big cities themselves from a young age? Okay, so there's two parts of that question. So the kids really into characters and gaming. Characters, yes. Um, everything is based around characters in Japan. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, if you go to the the cinema in Japan, you usually get these like cool little posters, right? I used to, I used to collect them, but I kind of got out of hand. You get these cool like little mini posters you can just pick up for free. And on the back, um, they've always got a list of characters and how the characters are connected. Like, I really think like Japanese culture is very you know, concerned about characters and their interaction with other characters. So like, for example, how Harry Potter was advertised. Like, it's got like all the characters, who's in love with who, who likes who, like who hates who, who's rivals, you know, all these kind of things. And it's all explained with these kind of like, almost like diagrams, like, like scientific kind of diagrams with like flowcharts. This person killed this person, so he hates this person. It's like, but it's all about the characters um, and the story is kind of like almost second to that it's kind of kind of interesting yeah. so but yeah obviously cute lovable characters are popular in Japan yeah no shit yeah <laughs> I mean when it comes to gaming too I mean you know obviously a lot of kids like you know I work at an elementary school and junior high there's a lot of kids that are into like Pokemon and of course like Monster Hunter and stuff like that some kids like certain characters more than other characters and stuff like that so you see that a lot I, I would say that's no different from yeah, people the, back home. Yeah, it's almost like the same, really. Yeah. Yeah. People like you know a character they can relate to, yeah. and then you know they get the, the stuffed toy or the, the trading cards or yeah. that or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how you can actually relate to Kirby, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people might. Maybe. So the last part of that question about the independence of kids, mm -hmm. um, that's pretty amazing that he knows that, actually. <laughs> that's spot on. Um, because Japan is pretty much a safe country, mm -hmm. The parents do feel comfortable leaving their kids at home at a young age, and maybe they're busy. They've got like you know two jobs or whatever. The dad's out all until like 1 a.m. You know every night working. Yeah. You know the salary man or drinking with his boss. Or drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably working till about six, but then drinking till about one. Uh, no, and <laughs> and then you know the mother is like you know she's she might have a part-time job or whatever, and you know with the kids having to go to school they would leave them at home yeah. you know maybe from like eight nine years old um, because you know they can feel safe doing that so you definitely see that I mean back in England I mean <laughs> especially what, what what's been going on in news recently <laughs> in the UK yeah. I mean you wouldn't really like your kids going like shopping to the city centre like after say 9pm hello is, Johnny just... why don't you go on out to the stations <laughs> okay no. <laughs> Thanks for that, Danny. Um, spot that on, James. by the way. Spot on, by the way. Yes. I'm here all night, ladies yeah. hey. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't really think people would be comfortable sending their 10-year-olds into town after 9 p.m. in the UK. You know, I would go out on a limb and say that. <laughs> in Japan, maybe, yeah, I would say so. Okay, so next question, uh, Danny, could you do that one? No name, 2200 from the forums asks, uh, let's see, 
But this guy asked the question last time, as yeah. did Serik. So yeah, yes. it'd be great to have some questions from other people, please. Yes, <laughs> indeed. So we do appreciate you guys sending us good questions. So No Name writes, is it my imagination or has there been a noticeable uptick of popularity of Western genres, uh, like first-person shooters and sandbox titles and so forth? Uh, and why do you think that? So, Ooh. and then he goes So, on. let's answer that one first. Okay, let's do it. So, um... You know, honestly, I, okay, I think it's true. I mean, even some of my kids like now a lot of them are like asking me like oh Danny do you know Grand Theft Auto and I'm like yeah your kids saying yeah. to you Danny Junior, well Junior well Daddy no, Daddy <laughs> yeah Danny Daddy whatever um, so and they asked me about Grand Theft Auto actually one kid <laughs> so I told them I played Grand Theft Auto like the older ones in the PS2 and I told them I have the new one on the you know the Xbox 360 and stuff and they're like oh I don't have that but I played the old ones the character's name's Tony and I said yeah Tony and now the kids are convinced I'm Tony. <laughs> At least that's my name. Hey, Tony! It's like, hey, I'm not Tony. I don't have a rocket launcher and I'm not Italian. But <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny, right? I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, there was a kind of Japanese version of Operation Rainfall for the Grand Theft Auto games. I remember in Famitsu, like, every month they were like, begging for that game to come out. And eventually, I think Capcom published that yeah. in Japan, which yeah, is crazy, right? Yeah. And, and now, I guess GTA 4 did come out here, right? So yeah, it did. GTA 4, Red Dead Redemption, LA Noir just came out recently oh, right. too. Um, Noir. <laughs> yeah. And even too, like Call of Duties and stuff like that, those are actually published by Square. Uh, it's kind of weird, right, but it's, that's it's true. Weird, that's yeah. weird. I don't know how much of a following there is. I mean, I think there is like a cult following, not huge, but... Oh, I, I just reminded me, I just read the... A few days ago, a, a tweet of someone trying to buy LA Noir in Japan, <laughs> and like when he, he kind of wrote it out, and he said like he thought it was pronounced uh, Noide, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that Noide. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was a yeah uphill struggle trying to buy <laughs> a yeah. Western game in Japan. Sometimes, you know, um, <laughs> I think it was on one of the previous episodes of RFN, they were mentioning like Madden being for sale in Japan. Right, and untranslated. Yeah. yeah, and actually, yeah, it is. I've seen it all over the place, because yeah. I love Madden. And um, yeah, you can find it here. I've seen like PS2 versions, I think from like 2001, all the way up until the present day versions actually, that are available to get. So, That's but it's, it's mainly just like from the PS2 on. And mm -hmm. I don't, I've never seen any on the Wii or any Nintendo consoles, it's just 360 and PS3. Yeah. So, I think I think like a Madden game selling in Japan is kind of like I don't know what would the equivalent be in the US like a, an Australian rules football like, game actually yeah or a rugby <laughs> selling actually, a rugby the, game they did have like a, a rugby game that was out in the US and well rugby is quite popular in Japan but you but don't see any rugby games here which is kind of strange yeah yeah but yeah as for the Western games that are kind of catching on recently I mean FPS is I really I don't know any Japanese people who even play those yeah, they just really it's, yeah it's a super hardcore market that plays it that you won't hear much from i mean there there are theories that um i mean i don't know if these are correct or not but the theory is that um those kind of games like motion sickness is more common in japan like um so those kind of games do induce more motion sickness so like I think people have a kind of fear of those games, like it's going to make them feel sick. You know, like the kind of fast, like yeah. looking from your point of view kind of games. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe there's this kind of like stigmatism, uh, stigma attached to those kind of games. Like, mm. 
you make you feel sick. I don't know. I mean, that's why Mario Galaxy sells, you know, a quarter of um, the sales of New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, 3D games in general just don't catch on as much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think FPS is like the ultimate of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can kind of relate to that because some F like really fast FPSs do make me feel sick. Like Time Splitters 2 really made me feel sick. But like a slow paced game like Goldeneye mm -hmm. didn't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Fine with You're fine with anything. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, One possibility. Yeah, and the last part of No Name's question is also: Is it true that some Japanese vending machines sell rhinoceros beetles? And <laughs> why would they do that? <laughs> I think he's talking about Kabuto Mushi. Kabuto. Uh, mm -hmm. So there are games actually. Um, is it Kabuto King or Mushi King? Yeah, or Mushi King. Like, yeah, yeah. There's an anime in a game, a DS game, <laughs> probably a Wii game. Uh, Japanese people love Beatles. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Like, God. I, at the, one of the elementary schools I taught at, the first time I ever seen one, the kid just pulled it out of like, I don't know, he had it in like a little case, like, hey, check this out. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're, they're quite big. Yeah, right? they are. I mean, it's, they're huge. I mean, probably like three inches or something, two to yeah. three inches. And they almost look unreal because yeah. they're kind of like, they're so polished and clean. Yeah. They so, don't look like a, an insect. Yeah, it looked kind of like a toy. Just yeah, yeah, real because it moves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kids find them cool. They look yeah. cool. They look badass. They do look cool. Yeah, and those games usually involve like the, them attacking each other, yeah. which I don't think they really do in real life. But you know, it's fun. if they do, it's just really slow paced and <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I actually saw like a documentary about that of like people who like um, breed these. Like, I mean, it's just very weird. I saw this guy in his. He had like all these tanks full of like I guess sand mm -hmm. and all of these eggs in and he was just like harvesting all of these beetles to sell because they sell for like like ten like a hundred dollars two hundred dollars each for like a like a really like you know beautiful it could be a game, marks. like Seaman but you're raising beetles <laughs> and yeah. it has a face Weird. yeah I mean there is a kind of obsession with the insects with young kids I mean I mean, it, it even goes into games like Animal Crossing I mean you catch insects in there right yeah. that's the beetles and yeah. flying insects and stuff. Yeah. Even like Twilight Princess had that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you do see this culture go into games like that. So, And then kids um, in Japan also like catching ghosts. That's why, it's <laughs> <laughs> That's why Luigi's Mansion exists? Yeah, and Ocarina of Time, the pose. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So last question we've got from our very own Megamite, um, that's Aaron. He, uh, he asked, Minano Rhythm Tengoku, which we talked about in the last episode, says seems to be doing very well in Japan. How much of that do you think is due to the marketing? I, I see they have 13 different commercials for the game. And I think I've seen 12 of those. <laughs> if you watch um, primetime TV, like after 6 p.m., mm -hmm. I did see quite a few of those. Um, they're all like... People, I mean, you can see these on YouTube. I mean, it's all like families kind of banding together and mm -hmm. clapping in rhythm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were talking in the last episode about like how do you do multiplayer? Mm -hmm. Most of the commercials didn't show the multiplayer. I think I think it's only two-player multiplayer. Mm -hmm. um, most of the ad the commercials or adverts, as some people might call them, mm -hmm. like me, um, 
most of the afterwards were like the family were gathering around them and they were all like kind of clapping in rhythm but they were actually playing they were kind of joining in I mean I think it ties in well with the summer festival season because in the summer festivals um, uh, I don't know if you know this but like the, the every local area has like a big I don't know what you call it like a stage and everyone kind of gathers around from the local area and they kind of form a big circle around the stage and they kind of do this kind of um, this dance and everyone's doing it in rhythm together it's kind of like and they all like clap at the same time uh, as opposed to right in front of us actually this kind of thing right with the lanterns around and everything so like everyone's kind of in rhythm together so I think the rhythm Tengoku commercials are kind of like they're kind of like yeah you can do this at home with your Wii you can all kind of dance and clap together in your living room while sweating to death in the humidity. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it definitely, it's, I mean, obviously with the commercials, they're reaching towards the same audience that bought, like, the Wii in the first place, that bought Wii Sports, bought Wii Sports Resort, that bought, you know, Wii Fit, stuff like that. And, you know, having commercials like that just kind of just reaches out to these people. So. Yeah. So, yeah, it's obviously, I think, at first I was a bit confused about why it was a summer release, mm -hmm. but I think I've, yeah, I think I figured it out. I think that's why they're doing it, yeah. The uh, festival season is upon us. Have you been to any festivals? Yeah, actually, my town had a festival last month, and I went. It's it's kind of weird. It's like split up into two different mm -hmm. weekdays, so we had like like a Tuesday and like a Thursday or something. It was weird. Just to make sure you can't go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I went anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I went to one near mine as well. It's really good fun. You can buy all sorts of cool food. Oh, right? yeah. They got like uh, lots of fried things, fried noodles, candy floss, that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Like. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. definitely. Even though you're you know, dripping with sweat yeah. while doing all of this And <laughs> since I live in the same city where I teach, I kept running into my students constantly. <laughs> so. Danny Sensei! Damn, my hey! Not <laughs> drinking beer. <laughs> it's lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, festival season is great in Japan. A lot of fun. Mm. July, August time, yeah. It's very cool. Okay, so that's that's a pretty much a Famicast wrapped up. Yeah. Just another short episode today because Matt is not with us. And uh, we're going to finish it up with Danny playing some uh, classic games in Super Potato. What are you going to play, Danny? Star Fox. Star Fox. Love this intro. Danny's gone into the training mode, and he's uh, yeah, he's firing at a giant uh, cone. <laughs> Slippy is as annoying as ever. Oh yeah, he's missed the first ring. Oh, we got the second ring though. Hey, are you on inverted controls? Yeah. You don't like inverted controls? No. Inverted controls are evil. Oh, we missed the third one. Oh, we got the fourth one. We got the fifth. Oh, we got the fifth one. He skillfully maneuvers past the building. Oh, he's got four in a row. Six. Oh, I missed this. Oh, he says. Oh, he smashes straight into the wall. <laughs> now he's trying to kill Slippy. Oh, you can't. 
I could never do this. In formation, gone. Formation, left, left. Pepe just said, you're doing it the wrong way, you idiot. Oh, he's doing quite well. To the left, tilt to the left, tilt to the right. Sweet. Do the spin. Nice. When do we ever fly in formation in the regular, in the regular <laughs> battles? Give me a break. Yeah, it's not like Slippy can, can complain. Yeah, no How did that guy even like pass R-wing training? Yeah, no like kidding. basic training? Shouldn't be allowed in an R-wing, that guy. Idiot. Danny is laying waste to the combs of death. Okay, Danny's done with training. This intro music is possibly one of my favorite soundtracks ever. It's great. That's so cool. I just realized Slippy says ghetto 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 ghetto, which is um, the sound of a frog in Japanese alliteration. <laughs> I never knew that. I never played the Japanese version. Well, Dan is doing a lot better on the actual mission than the training. Okay, so that was the very special episode of Famicast, live from Super Potato. Not really live, but... <laughs> well, it was for us. It was for us. So... We're sorry about the background noise. I mean, we hope you enjoy the, the sounds of real Japan, and uh, you know, we hope you could make out some games in the background and stuff. Yeah. And random Japanese people chattering. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like being there. Yeah. Yeah. We hope we can do this again, maybe with Matt here yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, Great. So uh, hopefully next episode, Matt will be back in Japan, and we can do a proper three-man uh, Famicast, the Triforce all together, so to speak. So. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks for listening, and uh, see you next time. Bye. Later. Later. Obviously, we're not going to do this all, like you said, in one. Yeah, we'll like, we're going up the stairs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Christ. <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be good. Then, yeah. then, Very action, action. Yeah. On your we're running. Thing. We're running a marathon. <laughs> okay, no, we're not. I'm we're looking running. at a game. We're not no, running we're... a marathon. I'm just walking. Okay. Okay, let's start. Okay. I'm recording. Uh, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Real life. Um, okay then. Captain Loud Truth. Douche. Jesus. Stop, stop, stop. One for the outtakes. Yeah. <laughs>
So <laughs> I get the long one. Do you get the good one? What is it? The echo channel. Come on, people. You gave up. <laughs> Some white guy just came up, looked in the room, saw there was full of people, shook his head and walked out. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> cool. I'm sorry, I'm just hypnotized by that the Mario Brothers that's playing in the background. People that are playing are really good. Anyway, um, so last bit of news we got here.